CrossNet offers IT services for small and medium-sized clients. We create tailor-made plans for your business's unique needs. From computer repairs to managing networks, servers and desktop services, CrossNet Inc. offers managed services, cybersecurity, data backups, virus, ransomware protection, web filtering, and more. For more information, go to CrossNetInc.com or call for your personalized IT services today at 603-810-1000. CrossNet Inc. IT services keeps your businesses running when you are on the run. Green flag goes in the air and we're racing at auto. Hello, I'm Maria from Axe I need to get some new shirts for my business. Just call Sal. Does he do screen printing also? Just call Sal. Does he embroider shirts too? Just call Sal. I also need business cards and brochures. Just call Sal. How about yard and lawn signs? Just call Sal. And promotional products to give my customers? Just call Sal. Who is Sal? I'm Sal. My wife Jennifer and I are the proud owners of Fully Promoted of Southern New Hampshire. If you need embroidered or screen printed shirts, business cards, brochures, lawn signs, promotional products, and even personal protective equipment for your business or organization, just call me or stop by our showroom, conveniently located at 410 South River Road in Bedford, right off the Everett Turnpike. You can also visit our website at fullypromotedsnh.com. That's fullypromotedsnh.com. We are your one-stop shop for all your promotional needs. Fully promoted of Southern New Hampshire. Our business is to help you grow your business. Just call Sal. Commercial lending at our big bank is a process that begins with AD, that's application data, being sent off to HQ headquarters. Sounds like that could take a while. (laughs) It will. At Franklin Savings Bank, our commercial lending decisions are made locally, resulting in faster loan approvals. Drop into any of our Lakes Region or Southern New Hampshire branches, including Merrimack and Goffstown, to find out what we can do for you. Or visit fsbnh.bank. Franklin Savings Bank. Together, we are community. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Edgestone Properties is a leading home builder in Southern New Hampshire. With over 33 years experience, Edgestone offers highly valued residential homes, including first-time buyer, luxury move-up, and senior community opportunities. Edgestone also offers well-located rental apartments, including active adult communities. Visit us at edgestoneproperties.com or call us at 603-889-5208 to learn more. You can also like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. That's 603-889-5208. Next up, you'll be listening to United Way Community Connections with Mike Affelberg. United Way Community Connections. United Way Community Connections broadcasts every Monday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. right here on WSMN. In United Way Community Connections, you will be introduced to leaders from all of the great nonprofits in Greater Nashua, from caring for our children to our seniors, from helping our homeless pets to our at-risk vets, from learning the skills to get your GED, to dealing with trauma and substance abuse. Community Connections is the place to learn with Mike Affelberg about what's going on. Learn how you can help and make a difference from the experts. So sit back, grab a cup of coffee, and enjoy the show, which is making a difference in Greater Nashua. Here's your host, Mike Affelberg. Hey, good Monday morning, and welcome to the United Way Community Connection Show. I'm your host, Mike Affelberg. Today is Monday, March 6, 2023, the first Monday in March. Time is just flying by. I, you know... I'm starting to see the snow melt a little bit. Yeah, spring is 
Is spring in the air? I don't know if spring is in the air. It might be another six weeks before that actually happens, but I'm an optimist when it comes to those things. Of course, coming off of a week where we had two snowstorms hit the area, um, that means I'm a real optimist, but uh, nevertheless, it's a beautiful day out in downtown Nashua, New Hampshire, and I'm hoping that everybody had a fantastic weekend as well. I know that I had a great weekend. Uh, you know, I always like to start out with some highlights. I don't really have a lot of exciting highlights. My wife and I, we went down to New York City actually on Thursday night. We were there Thursday night and Friday um, to Friday night. Quick trip down and back, um, take care of some stuff down there, some errands and whatnot. But, uh, you know, wanted to come back before the snow hit on Saturday and uh, just watch the snow fall Saturday during the day. It was really pretty, um, you know, to watch from inside my house rather than being outside because it was kind of a yucky, slushy, you know, kind of a gross kind of a snow. So anyway, did uh, just sort of uh, hung out. But we did. One of the things I did like to do, I did like, is we, we went to downtown Portsmouth Saturday while the snow was coming down. Some Sometime around maybe one or two in the afternoon, it was still coming down. And it was so beautiful. And just walking around there in our beautiful port city, Portsmouth, New Hampshire, um, such a such a treat. It's a beautiful town. So much history there, 400 years of history. And I just I just love being able to do that. So I'm hoping you got outside and did something nice this weekend. I know it was a great weekend for things like the home show. One of our guests is going to be on today. He's going to talk a little bit about that. I am sure Ryan Rush from Rush Remodeling. He had, I know was up at the home show along with my colleague Sal, um, who's one of our show sponsors, was there as well. I'm fully promoted of Southern New Hampshire, and uh, can't wait to hear how the home show went. Um, you know, the rest of the weekend was really great. One of the, for me, one of the highlights was um, yesterday actually just going over to the grandkids, uh, the, the kids' house, and seeing the grandkid. They were on vacation last week, uh, you know, doing their spring break, uh, winter break kind of a, a vacation thing. So we hadn't seen them, and it felt like forever, but it was really only a week. Um, and just seeing the kid, uh, you know, who we love to death. So it was, it was that was nice. Anyway, so. Big things going on right now at United Way. Uh, Today is the last day of the Nashua Nor'easter. We extended it by one day because of some snowstorms and registration issues with that. But today is the last day for the Nashua Nor'easter. I dare say it, if you still want to sign up and run and participate, you can. It's a run. It's a walk. It's a ride. Take your choice. We've got courses everywhere from 5K in length to a full marathon length throughout Greater Nashua. Visit, um, you have the opportunity to visit one or more of over 30 different nonprofit organizations, learn what they do, um, and support the community with a little bit of fundraising. You know, just 50 bucks gets you in the game with a t shirt and some swag. So, if you want information about the National Nor'easter, you can still do that today. Um, the website is the best place to go and find out information and sign up. That is just uh, go to unitedwaynashua.org. That's our website, unitedwaynashua.org. And uh, the big pop-up that will come up is for the National Easter. Click on that, and you'll be able to go right to the page and uh, see how you can participate. So we'd love to see you doing that. Um, it's been a great event, and its uh, I have to say it's raised over $23,000 so far, which is great. We have um, you know about 96 people participating um, over 125 donors. So, um, if you want to participate in the Nor'easter, that's great. Again, 50 bucks gets you a long sleeve t-shirt for the Nor'easter and a raffle prize 
ticket. Um, raise a hundred bucks, you get that. Plus, you get a whole bunch of swag and a second ticket for our raffle. Hundred fifty bucks gets you all that, plus a nor'easter beanie and a third raffle ticket. So that's great. We have our um, upcoming um, after party that's going to be this Thursday. In the evening at Boston Billiards Club and Casino, we're always excited to meet up with friends there and and uh, you know just toast each other for such a great effort. So thank you to them for sponsoring it and helping uh, everybody to stay warm coming out of the cold. Get a cup of soup and maybe a maybe a cold drafty brew and enjoy playing some table games um, and just enjoy a good good time. So um, that's this Thursday evening as well, and then. Wow, we just, you know, go right back into the next stuff. I have to say our we've already started working on planning our um, upcoming community baby shower, the community baby shower. Again, these web, these are all on our events page for our website, but if you go to the community baby shower under events, you're going to see that that's on April 12th. We're already setting up donation drives and collections for things like baby baby strollers and cribs and and um, car seats and diapers and wipes and bag baby bags and clothing and all of that stuff. Um, if you want to take up a collection drive, that'd be fantastic. Great way to support the community baby shower. Remember, only new items, please. Um, we just steer clear of uh, used, even gently used items. Um, you know, mostly out of respect for the people we're trying to serve. We want to make sure that people are getting things that are top notch and good quality and and uh, new, preferably new. So, uh, but uh, learn more about that. And if you just email us at info at unitedwaynashua.org, you can get some information about that. The event is, you know, I want to say quote unquote by invitation only. It's really not entirely, but most of the people who come to the community baby shower are families that are referred to us by one of our partner organization agencies like the fa- like Family Promise or Marguerite's Place or the Front Door. Bridges, um, the Adult Learning Center. These are the partners who refer people typically to the community baby shower, you know, new families, expecting families, that type of thing. So community baby shower is coming up. We're very excited about that. And then we are, you know, going to be hosting our second annual United We Recycle event. This is a sort of a fundraiser, which is good for the earth. So um, April 21st, 22nd, and 23rd, thanks to our friends from MyBox, we'll have a container at United Way, and we'll be accepting um, items from the community, computers, laptops, old electronic junk. Um, basically, the way it works is, you know, that stuff costs money to recycle, and to recycle it properly really helps save the environment because it keeps it out of landfills. A lot of toxic chemicals, heavy metals, etc. We don't want that stuff going into the landfill. Um, so you would bring those items to United Way and you make a donation to for us to accept those items um, and uh, then we will recycle them for you. So that's coming up. Last year it was actually a little bit of a fundraiser as well. Raised um, you know over net over five thousand dollars from that event. So um, that's coming up uh, middle to end of April. And then the event that I'm super excited about, because it's the first time we're doing it, and I always like things when we're doing them for the first time that just gets the juices flowing. That is the United We Sleep Youth Sleepout. 
You know, you've probably are aware that we've done a sleep out at United Way for many years now, seven, I believe, to support initiatives to help end homelessness in our community and also bring awareness to the community about some of the issues, causes, and solutions around homelessness and and, uh, poverty. So this year, we're still doing that. We're going to do that in the fall again, as we always have. But uh, we're introducing a new sleep out, and this is with an audience that is young people. The idea is really to create a much more educated group of young people who can become advocates and change makers in our community. That's going to take place May 6th and 7th. There is also on our events tab of our website, unitedwaynashua.org. Just scroll down to United We Sleep Youth Sleep Out. You can already sign up. We've got it. Um, the event already scheduled. It's going to take place at Nashua High School North, and it's going to be May sixth and seventh. You can sign up a team and begin participating. Um, typically, you know, we're gearing this towards um, young people ages twelve to eighteen. It's going to be a lot of chaperones. It's going to be a, you know sort of a controlled environment. Um, you know, with uh, no, um, you know, no alcohol or tobacco or vaping or, you know, any of that stuff. But it's going to be a great educational opportunity for all young people from our community to learn about homelessness and help make a change. So lots of great stuff coming up um, in the spring. And then the last thing I want to mention is um, Over the Edge. You know, we have a bunch of other events before that, but Over the Edge we're already working on. That's at the end of June. That's our rappelling fundraiser at the Brady Sullivan Tower in Manchester. We already have a ton of teams signed up for that event. Um, We have more teams, frankly, signed up for the event this year than we have at any time in the six years that we've already had the event. Um, which is amazing, and we have a couple of more that are that are uh, looking to possibly get in on the action. Um, we have got some great new organizations like Brigitte's House of Hope and Friends of Anya and uh, Jasmine Grace Outreach. There's also a team for the Nashua Children's Home and the Police Athletic League. My Rotary Club, Nashua Rotary West, is putting together a team this year, Operation Delta Dog, New England First Responders, a lot of organizations involved. If you um, are connected to a a nonprofit, you want to do a little extra fundraiser that doesn't involve a lot of work, just, you know, maybe a little bit of fundraising, um, this is a great, great event for you to get involved with. But space is limited and space is filling up. So please email me at United Way. Easiest email address to use is info at unitedwaynashua.org, info at unitedwaynashua.org. Um, and, uh, you know, send me a, send me a note and we'll see what we can do to get you, uh, get you connected. (laughs) This event doesn't take place until the end of June. It's already raised over $15,000. I'm just floored. It's amazing. 166 donors already for 55 people who are participating and, uh, it's just going to be great. So lots going on at United Way and lots coming up this spring and it's going to be, you know, an amazing year. I feel confident that 2023 is going to be not like 2020, not like 2021, not like 2022. It's going to be unlike any other year. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be incredible. We're going to all do great things for our community, and I just could not be more excited. So please uh, check it out and uh, join us, and we're going to make some great things happen this year. We're going to take a first break here. 
give our sponsors just a moment to talk about themselves. This show is, um, you know, this is commercial radio, so it, uh, you know, costs a little bit of money to bring it to the air. And thankfully, we have some great sponsors to help us to make that happen. Um, not the least of which is Franklin Savings Bank with a branch right up in Merrimack. Thank you to my friend Andrew and his great crew up at Franklin Savings Bank. We have fully promoted of Southern New Hampshire. Thank you to Sal and Jen Kaludi who own that business and helped to bring screen printing, embroidery, and promotional products to the Southern New Hampshire region. Um, we also are sponsored by um, CrossNet. IT services, my friend Ash up at CrossNet, who helps to make IT work in your work environment. Um, and last but not least, our very first sponsor, our original sponsor, Edgestone Properties, one of our community's premier builders, um, helping to build quality homes for many, many years now in the greater Nashua area. You are listening to the United Way Community Connections radio show on WSMN 1590 AM and 95.3 FM. We will be back in a minute after our sponsors and our break to talk with Ryan Rush from Rush Remodeling. I need to get some new shirts for my business. Just call Sal. Does he do screen printing also? Just call Sal. Does he embroider shirts too? Just call Sal. I also need business cards and brochures. Just call Sal. How about yard and lawn signs? Just call Sal. And promotional products to give my customers? Just call Sal. Who is Sal? I'm Sal. My wife Jennifer and I are the proud owners of Fully Promoted of Southern New Hampshire. If you need embroidered or screen printed shirts, business cards, brochures, lawn signs, promotional products, and even personal protective equipment for your business or organization, just call me or stop by our showroom, conveniently located at 410 South River Road in Bedford, right off the Everett Turnpike. You can also visit our website at fullypromotedsnh.com. That's fullypromotedsnh.com. We are your one-stop shop for all your promotional needs. Fully Promoted of Southern New Hampshire. Our business is to help you grow your business. Just call Sal. CrossNet offers IT services for small and medium-sized clients. We create tailor-made plans for your business's unique needs. From computer repairs to managing networks, servers and desktop services, CrossNet Inc. offers managed services, cybersecurity, data backups, virus, ransomware protection, web filtering, and more. For more information, go to CrossNetInc.com or call for your personalized IT services today at 603-810-1000. CrossNet Inc. IT services keeps your businesses running when you are on the Run. Commercial lending at our big bank is a process that begins with AD, that's application data, being sent off to HQ headquarters. Sounds like that could take a while. <laughs> it will. At Franklin Savings Bank, our commercial lending decisions are made locally, resulting in faster loan approvals. Drop into any of our Lakes Region or Southern New Hampshire branches, including Merrimack and Goffstown, to find out what we can do for you. Or visit fsbnh.bank. Franklin Savings Bank. Together, we are community. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Edgestone Properties is a leading home builder in Southern New Hampshire. With over 33 years experience, Edgestone offers highly valued residential homes, including first-time buyer, luxury move-up, and senior community opportunities. Etchstone also offers well-located rental apartments, including active adult communities. Visit us at etchstoneproperties.com or call us at 603-889-5208 to learn more. You can also like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. That's 603-889-5208. Since 1930, United Way of Greater Nashua has been your trusted partner to fight for the health, education, and financial stability of every person in every community. When a low-income child needs access to dental care, 
or parents need quality after-school programs where their kids can learn and be safe, United Way is there. When a person with disabilities needs a supportive day program where they can thrive or a family loses its home and needs a place to regain financial stability, United Way is there. When a homebound senior needs food and supportive social connections, or when it comes time to die with dignity, United Way is there. The programs supported by your United Way are the heart and soul of Greater Nashua. When you volunteer or donate to United Way, you lift up the community where you live and you work. As a highly regarded nonprofit with Charity Navigator and GuideStar, you can be sure that your donations will be used for the work of making Greater Nashua stronger, smarter, and safer. Learn more and connect with us at unitedwaynashua.org. Well, good Monday morning. It is Monday, March 6, 2023. You're listening to the United Way Community Connection Show. Um, we are here live each and every Monday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. talking with uh, business owners and community organizations and volunteers from throughout Greater Nashville, people who are working day in and day out to make our community stronger, smarter, safer, healthier, and happier for all of us who live and work here. This is a really exciting morning for me because I have in the studio a friend of mine who's um, I, I see every single week on Tuesday, but I rarely see him on a Monday, and that's Ryan Rush from Rush Remodeling. We're in BNI together, and I've had other BNIers with me on the in the uh, in the room before, so I know you're a little bit familiar with what that is about. Ryan, good morning, and welcome to our show. Good morning, Mike. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. It is exciting to see you on a Monday morning. Um, you know, it seems like it's been a long time since we saw each other because it was last Tuesday. Our yep. BNI was canceled because of snow. Yep. So um, I understand you had a pretty great weekend. You were at the home show. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. It was a great turnout, even with the snow the first day. And then yesterday was just crazy, crazy busy. We were talking nonstop for five hours straight. Yeah. Did you find you had a lot of people coming who were, you know, sort of qualified potential customers this this year? Or? Yeah. Um, I mean, we were doing pretty much rough ballpark quotes at the at the home show and uh a lot of people knew what they wanted they've been waiting because of covid for it seems like forever now and even though we're booked out pretty far there most people are willing to wait you know at least six months to have the work done that's fantastic you know i remember the um times when the home show was kind of like the place where old people from manchester went just to collect a bunch of free junk <laughs> yeah. and i'm glad to hear you had some qualified prospects this year and people it makes sense there's a lot of people that are kind of on the fence and wanting to remodel their homes and uh you know the services you have to offer i'm sure are in high demand right now especially as like it's impossible to buy a home right now so you know you might as well make the space you live in the one you want to be with be exactly. at exactly yeah. So talk a little bit about Rush Remodeling, Ryan, some of the services that you offer, um, you know, as a, as a remodeler. What are some of the things that you like to focus on? Uh, so lately, we uh, our main focus is uh, additions, ki uh, kitchens, bathrooms, decks, garages. Uh, we did have a couple people looking to build new houses at the home show, too. So that's the, the next step up to get us on that higher tier of so somebody who bought a lot and said you know i'm ready to build would you do that oh w yeah is that something you get involved with a lot or uh we haven't built a house yet but we've done a couple additions we got uh, a great uh crew of uh subcontractors for the you know the dirt work and foundation but anything other than that we keep in-house 
Right. Right. Absolutely. Well, I think that's really important. My wife and I years and years ago built our home out in Brookline when we we first moved here to New England. And uh, that is, I will say, that is quite the thing. You know, even if you're not like, you know, for us, we had a builder, they built the house. It was kind of a spec, you know, house in a, de- mm-hmm. in a development. But now you still got to make a lot of decisions. And, you know, even if it's just like, what tile do I want? What carpet? What, you know, what do I want for backsplash? Stuff like that. It can be really stressful, right? Yep. yep. How do you help your pro your customers to, to how do you take some of the stress out of that project process uh so acting as the general contractor we try to strive to make all any job we do as easy as possible especially like home renovations because we're in your house it's dirty you know so we try to contain all the dust and everything as much as we can um you know we use licensed subcontractors like electricians and plumbers uh and just try to make it as easy as possible for people we have interior designers that we can work with uh if you have an issues picking out tile paint colors and stuff like that so yeah that's pretty that's pretty great i know that it was um that would have come in handy for us we felt like i know that at the time we felt like we were sort of left hanging on a lot of that stuff and Mm -hmm. my wife would be like well what do i need to do next and the builder would be like i don't know and they'd get back to us a couple weeks later oh yeah you got to pick out your tile today (laughs) <laughs> and we'll be like, well, why didn't you tell us that three weeks ago? You knew that today was going to be coming. We don't, we don't know what we're doing. <laughs> it, yep. was, it was pretty darn stressful. So, anyway, I wanted to ask you about inflation. Yeah. So, you know, in, the, in 2020, in the like fall of 2020 of the pandemic, our first pandemic year, I remember just crazy lumber inflation. Yep. And um, people who were building decks were like, I got a quote last year and it was for $8,000 and now it's like $14,000. What's happening with materials these days? Uh, so at the height of COVID, I think, you know, two by fours were originally like under $2 a piece. In the height, they got up to eleven fifty. I think is the most that I paid for a, two, a single two by four by eight. Which is what you use for building a deck. Yeah. Well, that, and that's KD too. Yeah. PT was even more expensive than that. Oh, you can't use terminology that you can't use lingo on this show, Ryan. You have to use real or real English words. So, uh, KD is interior lumber; it's kiln dried. Gotcha. PT is pressure treated lumber, which pressure is used treater. Out for all outdoor projects. Right. Okay. And so, and and that's more expensive. Yeah, I think uh, it, it it used to be. I think now it's pretty. It's almost similar, and it doesn't make any sense because. They have to, you know, put all these chemicals into the pressure-treated wood, so it doesn't really make sense to me, at least, why it's the same price if it takes longer to make a piece of wood. Right? Who knows? Because <laughs> supply and demand. Yep. It's all. It's always supply and demand. And then you've got things like Trex decking, which is also like went super crazy expensive. Yep. Yeah, I think one one sixteen foot board right now is fifty five sixty bucks for one board. Ha. Huh. Holy yeah. moly! So, what's going on these days with all you know uh, inflation in materials and labor in the uh, construction industry? Uh, I mean, it's it's definitely hard to find good help. Um, I mean, we got three solid guys, but we could definitely use a couple more. Uh, yeah. You know, the cabinets and windows they, they were up to you know almost thirty weeks for some some manufacturers. 
And I think that was from when you order it till when it's delivered. Yeah. And I mean, for us, it's not a huge issue because any special order items, you know, once the customer signs the contract, we order everything right then and there. So they'll sit in a warehouse because we're not starting the job for, you know, five, seven months. So it's not an issue for us. But when we run into a rotted door and somebody wants a custom Thermatrue door, it's, you know, five to eight weeks to get that door. Unless you're going to do an in-stock door from Home Depot, which I advise people not to do. <laughs> right. You might not love it after like five minutes. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Okay, good. Well, it's – so what are some of the things – I mean, if you had like a top three or four list for a, you know a new customer, things that keep in mind to make your life easier and make the project more successful. Uh, from the customer's perspective, what are some of the things you would recommend? Uh, you said to make it easier? To make it easier, to make the process just more, you know, smooth and, and flow well yep. so that, you know, um, I mean, I know what you probably, you know what you need, but the customers don't know what they should do to make the whole project go, yes. go more smoothly. So when I send them and they, well, when they sign the contract, I send them at the bottom of the contract. It has like a list of everything that they're responsible to purchase and like certain dates. Like if we have a projected start date, I tell them, you know. Pick out your tile a month prior or some, I have some customers that will buy the tile two days after they sign the contract and the tile will sit in their garage for six months. So, and you know, just picking paint colors. Uh, I work with a great cabinet company here in Nashville called Tri-State Kitchens and uh, they're awesome. You know, Bill will come out, measure all your cabinets. They have an awesome showroom that you can go into and select your slab and everything like that. So it really takes a lot of the pressure off of, you know, what kind of cabinets do we want? What kind of countertops do we want? Um, but I mean, other than that, it's, you know, we, like I said, we try to make it as easy as possible for people. Yeah, that sounds great. So just giving it, laying it out so people know what they have to do. So um, what are some of the, uh, let's give a scope to the work you do. What's the smallest, pro- we know, you know, said, I know that you're going to be building some houses. It sounds like <laughs> I get the high end of the scope. Yep. What's the smallest project you would probably take on beyond which um, it doesn't make sense? We we do uh, occasionally do some, you know, like just a couple door, you know, people want exterior doors replaced Okay. or a couple windows. Um, it's mainly... A lot of returning customers that we do the smaller work for. Yeah. But it's also good to have those small jobs for, you know, rainy days or snow days that we can work inside someone's home. So we have a couple of those on like the, I call it the rainy day fund, where I'll just reach out to them a few days prior and say, hey, look, we got two days of rain. Can we come over and rip your stairs out and put your stairs back in? And Okay. So, so little projects to kind of fill in in between that type of thing. You'll do some of that, but... Yep. But mostly for you know returning or existing customer yeah, type thing. Exactly. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense, Ryan. So I, I want to make sure you get the information out there. How do how would somebody get a hold of you if they want to learn more about your projects and what kind of you know maybe get you in for a quote that kind of thing? Yeah, so you can uh, check out our website. It's uh, rushremodeling.com. Uh, there's a tab on there to contact us, which has my personal cell phone right on the website, or you can fill out a uh, it's like a form with your email address and everything like that. And you can put a little brief description in there that says, hey, I'm looking for a kitchen or a bathroom. And I will reach out to you within, usually, I try to call people within two hours or so of them submitting it on the website. Absolutely great. So rushremodeling.com. Yep, and facebook.com slash rushremodelingnh, I believe, is the... Okay. Is the other one, and that's probably listed on your on your website as well, I'd yes. imagine. I, yep. um, okay, good. So, Ryan... Um, 
what I also wanted to ask you is, is there like a region? I mean, obviously you don't, you're not probably doing a lot of work down in Austin, Texas. Like how, you know, what region do you serve? Uh, so mainly Southern New Hampshire. We try to stay within half hour to an hour at most. Um, I mean, we will go as far as Concord. Um, we are, we just got fully licensed in Massachusetts as well. So we do cover, you know, Groton, Pepperell, Townsend. Again, as long as it's within like a half hour, 45 minutes, well, we will travel into Mass too. So Southern New Hampshire and maybe, you know, Middlesex County kind of kind yeah. of thing in, in Northern Mass. Yep. Okay, very good. And I, I did want to ask you also, Ryan, uh, what do you do for fun? Because, you know, I know you're a very, very busy guy swinging a hammer and working with customers and getting it done, but you got to do something for fun, right? Yeah, so uh, every year I got a, a fishing trip that I go on in uh, upstate New York where we go king salmon fishing, which is, I count the days down. Dri- wow, drive, that's amazing. Home. So where do you do that? Where in, where in upstate New York? That is in Pulaski, which is right off of Lake Ontario. Yeah? Yep. So um, is that like the salmon swim upstream to spawn and that's where you hook yep. them? Hook yep. them on the way up. Yeah, and it's 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 a blast standing waist deep in a river with a twenty five pound fish on your on your rod is does nothing compares to it. Yeah, what's the biggest salmon you've ever caught? Uh, we never really weighed them, but I want to say like twenty five pounds. Wow! I, I did just take a vacation to Puerto Rico and we did uh, tarpon fishing. And okay, I, that's a beautiful fish. Uh, sadly, we couldn't keep it because they're protected. But that was probably a twenty-five pound or two. Yeah, <laughs> and the salmon. I'm assuming you keep them, and then yeah, and yeah. What's the best way? What's your favorite way to uh, eat your salmon? So those are tough. Are they're, you a smoke? Are you a smoker or yeah? What are you do? poaching? A poaching? A lot of salmon to poach. Twenty-five pounds. <laughs> yeah. Well, so like normal salmon, like sushi. I, I yeah. Like, but the salmon that we catch in in New York are. Like you said, going up the river to spawn and then they die. So yeah. the meat is like gray. It's not very good. It's more of a sport fishing. Kind sure, of thing, okay. But if you get it smoked by the right smokehouse up there, it's it's pretty good. Oh, okay. So there's people up there that'll actually do that oh, for you. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Okay. <laughs> yep. And when do you do that? You said in the spring. Uh, it's so. Let's see. It's usually the week before Columbus Day. Got a big group of guys that I go up with, and it's it's a great time. Oh, so it's probably also fall foliage, and yep. oh, that sounds just and great. And it's super cold up there. Usually, we sleep. We we used to sleep in tents. Now we have a camper. So <laughs> yeah, so it's March. You got a long time to wait. You gonna do anything between now and then, or just build stuff? Uh yeah, I think build stuff, and then we also have a side by side. It's a two person ATV. So a lot of people don't know what they are. <laughs> Sweet. But we head up to uh, like Pittsburgh, New Hampshire, and uh, uh, Berlin, and there's a big ATV park up there that we take it to we, pretty frequently. I want to say at least once a month when the nice weather's out. That sounds great. That sounds like a lot of a lot of fun. So yep. it's good. It's always interesting for me to learn about what people do like when they're not actually working. And most of the people I know just work all the time. Yeah. But it's good to hear about something different. <laughs> so Ryan, any um, last final um, comments for people that want to learn more about Rush Remodeling, the work you do, and how they might be able to help themselves? Uh, yeah, I mean, just check us out on the web. Uh, we are hoping to partner with... Uh, Habitat for Humanity, they're going to be building a house uh, right up the street on top of Main Street in the next three months, I believe. So I think we're going to try to donate, you know, a couple days worth of labor. We'll be looking for some volunteers. Um, We're also trying to donate a bathroom to a veteran within the next year. So we're going to be taking, you know, if anybody knows a veteran in need of a handicapped shower, a full bath remodel, we got uh, 
a lot of my suppliers are going to be donating the materials. We're going to be donating the labor. So if anybody knows anyone that's in need and a veteran, uh, you can either shoot us a, a message on the website, email me, call me, because we're going to start uh, doing some interviews and we want to get that ball rolling so we can uh, give back a little bit more. That's fantastic, Ryan. You know, the Habitat, if you want to see if you want to see where they're building their house, they're a stop on the National Nor'easter route. Okay. Today's the last day for the Nor'easter. It's a great, you will not have much to look at right now. It's just yeah. a lot with a fence around it. <laughs> Um, but it's uh, we're excited because they're going to be building over the next year, and a year from now it'll actually be a thing and uh, be going to – it's a single-family home, yep. um, not a duplex, as they, they built recently a couple of those. It's a yeah. single-family home, pretty tiny lot, but it's going to be great. Yeah, I can't wait. I'm excited to have you involved with that project. Well, Ryan, thank you for thank you so much for coming on the show today. Really appreciate it. Congratulations on a great home show as well. Thank you. And, um, you know, it's Ryan Rush from Rush Remodeling. You can find him online, rushremodeling.com, um, a local business that uh, just does great work and is trying to give back to the community as well. That's uh, always a great thing to hear. So thank you, Ryan. Thanks for having me, Mike. Absolutely. I'll see you tomorrow morning, bright and early. Sounds good. Look forward to it. All right. We're going to take another quick break here. We're going to hear from our friends who are our sponsors for the radio show. And then after that, we're going to be on with our second guest, which is uh, Peter from St. Joseph Hospital. You are listening to the Community Connections radio show. I'm your host, Mike Affelberg. I need to get some new shirts for my business. Just call Sal. Does he do screen printing also? Just call Sal. Does he embroider shirts too? Just call Sal. I also need business cards and brochures. Just call Sal. How about yard and lawn signs? Just call Sal. And promotional products to give my customers? Just call Sal. Who is Sal? I'm Sal. My wife Jennifer and I are the proud owners of Fully Promoted of Southern New Hampshire. If you need embroidered or screen printed shirts, business cards, brochures, lawn signs, promotional products, and even personal protective equipment for your business or organization, just call me or stop by our showroom. Conveniently located at 410 South River Road in Bedford, right off the Everett Turnpike. You can also visit our website at fullypromotedsnh.com. That's fullypromotedsnh.com. We are your one-stop shop for all your promotional needs. Fully of Southern New Hampshire. Our business is to help you grow your business. Just call Sal. CrossNet offers IT services for small and medium-sized clients. We create tailor-made plans for your business's unique needs. From computer repairs to managing networks, servers and desktop services, CrossNet Inc. offers managed services, cybersecurity, data backups, virus, ransomware protection, web filtering, and more. For more information, go to CrossNetInc.com or call for your personalized IT services today at 603-810-1000. CrossNet Inc. IT services keeps your businesses running when you are on the Run. Commercial lending at our big bank is a process that begins with AD, that's application data, being sent off to HQ headquarters. Sounds like that could take a while. <laughs> it will. At Franklin Savings Bank, our commercial lending decisions are made locally, resulting in faster loan approvals. Drop into any of our Lakes Region or Southern New Hampshire branches, including Merrimack and Goffstown, to find out what we can do for you. Or visit fsbnh.bank. Franklin Savings Bank. Together, we are community. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. It's the Pennzoil 400. Welcome back, race fans. It's great to see you on your feet here today at Las Vegas. Up on the top, and Jordan Magano, they are still side-by-side. Side 
in Southern New Hampshire. With over 33 years experience, Edgestone offers highly valued residential homes, including first-time buyer, luxury move-up, and senior community opportunities. Edgestone also offers well-located rental apartments, including active adult communities. Visit us at edgestoneproperties.com or call us at 603-889-5208 to learn more. You can also like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. That's 603-889-5208. Since 1930, United Way of Greater Nashua has been your trusted partner to fight for the health, education, and financial stability of every person in every community. When a low-income child needs access to dental care or parents need quality after-school programs where their kids can learn and be safe, United Way is there. When a person with disabilities needs a supportive day program where they can thrive or a family loses its home and needs a place to regain financial stability, United Way is there. When a homebound senior needs food and supportive social connections or when it comes time to die with dignity, United Way is there. The programs supported by your United Way are the heart and soul of Greater Nashua. When you volunteer or donate to United Way, you lift up the community where you live and you work. As a highly regarded nonprofit with Charity Navigator and GuideStar, you can be sure that your donations will be used for the work of making Greater Nashua stronger, smarter, and safer. Learn more and connect with us at unitedwaynashua.org. Good Monday morning and welcome to the United Way Community Connection Show. I'm your host, Mike Affelberg. It's Monday, March 6, 2023. We're coming to you live from downtown Nashua. You know, lots of different ways. I always want to mention that. Lots of different ways you can listen to this show. We're, of course, live on AM 1590 and FM 95.3. And uh, yes... Um, there are still people that do listen to the radio on the radio. So that's, uh, you know, that's how you would find us there. Um, but we also are live in lots of other ways. You can listen to us live on WSMN.live, which is streaming on the website. You can also see us live on Facebook. Um, we have our own Facebook page just for this particular show. If you go to the United Way Community Connections radio show on WSMN 1590, you can find that on Facebook. You can even find us on your smart speaker. Now, this is beyond me. I readily admit I am pretty good with technology, but I do not at all understand why I can say to my little speaker at home, hey, Google, play WSMN 1590 Community Connections radio show, and like... (laughs) I'll come on through this little speaker. And that to me is just beyond mysterious. So, uh, but it works. So lots of ways to listen to us. And um, we're, you know, we're here each week, Monday mornings at 9 a.m. talking with nonprofits, volunteers, and business leaders about all the great work that they're doing in our community to make Greater Nashua stronger, smarter, safer, healthier, and happier for all of us who live and work here. Now, I would love to introduce my next guest, who is Peter Burke from St. Joseph Hospital. Peter, welcome to our show. Thanks, Mike. I'm happy to be here. Happy to see you on a Monday morning. Now, St. Joe's is a big place, lots of things going on, so we're going to drill down a little bit and talk specifically about one of the programs, which has been, I believe, up and running for about two years now, and that's the Senior Behavioral Health Unit. Is that right? Right, exactly. Yeah, we opened just about two years ago, just slightly uh, longer than that at this point, right at the end of 2020, beginning of 21, uh, as... uh, 
the pandemic was really taking root, so it was a challenging time. Interesting oh yeah, time. 2020, end of 2020 was like the delta wave of the pandemic, and also there were the killer hornets. Do you remember the killer hornets? I, I do remember something about the killer hornets. <laughs> it was like, what in the world? This is it's not bad enough to have a pandemic. Now we have killer hornets taking yeah. over. Yeah. yeah. So um, the Senior Behavioral Health Unit, really interesting, really unique kind of a capacity. Um, obviously, seniors, it's implied that you're working with the elderly. And behavioral health, that's mental health. So people who are experiencing mental health crises, right? Yeah. The, the, it basically, our unit uh, is, well, it's a 24-bed inpatient unit at St. Joseph's um, for folks 65 and older. Uh, now, there could be a little flexibility. Sure. Someone is just a little bit younger and clearly meets clinical criteria. But 65 and older with pretty significant, pretty acute behavioral issues, symptoms, conditions, uh, wide-ranging, really. Uh, and as I say, we're an inpatient unit uh, with 24 beds. Uh, the folks that come in uh, that we help uh, really in, will see a wide variety of uh, situations ranging from extreme depression, anxiety, perhaps bipolar conditions, uh, many of the folks, not not all, but quite quite a number of them have a backdrop of dementia, to one degree or another. So um, you know, it's uh, there's never a dull moment on the on the senior behavioral health unit. But um, we're really happy to be there, and I think we're helping quite a few people. That's that's really amazing. And the um, I'm I'm guessing that the people who end up being admitted to the unit, they probably some combination of um, uh, transfers from the emergency department and maybe referrals from people's primary care physicians. Would that be pretty typical? Uh, yeah. I, I, well, the largest referral source category we have is from other hospitals. Oh, okay. Uh, to begin with. You know, there aren't many beds like this in, in the state of New Hampshire. You can really count on one hand the number of hospitals that have specific geriatric site beds. So, um, and we're a voluntary unit. So that we do get... Well, what does that mean? You're a voluntary we're, Well, vo we're voluntary in the sense, uh, for instance, we don't have people brought to us by the authority. Oh, sure. Okay, sort, yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, so there aren't many beds. Um, so a lot of the other hospitals are really around the state. Uh, it's interesting. Um, it, you know, it could be Portsmouth, Concord. We've had uh, folks come down from Littleton Regional Hospital um, you know, hospitals that are quite some distance away, in addition to some that are, you know, right right nearby. Um, we do see a few people from um, Massachusetts, since we're obviously pretty close to the border. Um, but after the other hospital category, as far as referral sources are concerned, the next would be assisted living facilities, different senior living facilities, many of which might be in the Nashua area, but and beyond as well. Uh, and then certainly referrals from the community, whether it's uh, from mental health centers uh, or even family members that might contact us about a loved one who um, they're worried about. So other hospitals, um, senior facilities, and also just the public, the private public in, in general. Right. Yeah, that, that's the range, basically. Yeah. Um, is there a wait list at this point? Uh, well, so we have 24 beds. We are um, we're operating at about 15 at the moment. Okay. Uh, primarily uh, because of 
staffing issues that so many sure. people are facing. We're not immune uh, when it comes to staffing issues. So it's, it's a bit of a juggling act. Uh, we don't really find that we have people waiting a long, long time. I think we're pretty good at, at that juggling act. But, uh, you know, it's, it's the reality today is staffing is tight. And, uh, you know, it doesn't take much of a curveball to throw things off on a given day. So you really have right. to kind of zig and zag and react quickly. And it's not like you can just grab somebody from another unit and, and, and throw them into working with seniors who are having a behavioral health, mental health issue. Right. It's pretty specialized. And yeah. a lot of the other units are facing the same. Uh, sure staffing situation that we are so yeah and it's you know you read about it every day across all industries so it's it's just it's something that's happening these right. days you know what's the typical length of stay would you say the, the length of stay averages about 14 days so it's not terribly open-ended mm-hmm. uh, which isn't to say we haven't had some folks with us for you know quite a bit longer but the average works out to about 14 the hope being that someone comes in that we can, through a variety of methods and means, uh, get them stabilized and then back out to uh, hopefully wherever they came to us from. And that's not always possible, but um, that, that's the, the general routine. Our medical director, Dr. Raymond Suarez, is terrific. Uh, it, it, he's got a, a, a very good touch, I think, in terms of medication management, tweaking things, uh, sometimes weaning people off of medications, perhaps around all sorts of things, and really they shouldn't be taking them all at the same time. So he's able to kind of make his way through all that and zero in on, on methods to, um, to get them stabilized. Well, I think that's really an important point you, 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 know, you just made is um, about the lots of different and potentially conflicting medications. I mean, I saw that with my, just on a personal level, I saw that with my aunt. Um, before she passed away, she, you know, she was experiencing you know, wide-ranging issues from cancer to also depression. And um, you know pain management and all of that, and when when she moved here to New Hampshire, she went into an assisted living, and they took a look at all of the medications she was taking, and found um, you know that a lot of them weren't necessarily compatible with each other. They conflicted with each other. They negated they negated each other's beneficial right. effects. You know, and I think that happens in our system where we have people who are bounced around from one specialist to the next specialist. Mm-hmm. So I can imagine that somebody who lands in your unit, um, it's really important for somebody like Dr. Suarez to take a look at the sort of the whole picture and what is it that we're going to need to do to, to get this right. Right, yeah. He, he does. He's very good at that. And when patients come into us, one of the things we'll request, whether they're coming from another hospital, doctor's office, Obviously, past medical records, records, um, medication lists, things of that sort, to give him uh, some context, and uh, so he can use the tools that he uh, has at his disposal. Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah. And so you said fourteen days is about, about the typical days. stay. Yeah, about um, fourteen days. How are to, how um, what sort of a payment um, uh, model do you use for the for the unit? Well. Fortunately, we are we accept Medicare. You know, by virtue of the age of our right. patients, many of them are on Medicare. So that makes such a huge difference. Right out of the gate, that's a great thing for them. 
but we also participate in New Hampshire Medicaid yep. insurances and a whole host of other other insurances. So, um, so if somebody's under sixty five but perhaps low income and um, they might be on Medicaid, right? Or, yeah. So okay. we, yeah, we're able to really help people who have a variety of insurances. I mean, we just we're uh, we participate in a lot to begin with. So. Uh, that's usually not a huge concern. That's fantastic. Yeah. You know, and I know St. Joseph's has, you know, healthcare in its mission and turning people away is not, is not the business here in any way. No, that, that would run counter to what yeah. St. Joseph's is all about. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so Peter, what, um, what do you do at the hospital besides getting involved in supporting the behavioral health unit? Well, that's my primary focus as the community education uh, manager for the for the unit, I, uh, among other things, engage with the medical community, s- statewide really, uh, the community at large, all the local organizations uh, that might be referral sources, and also people who are just seeking information. Uh, sometimes family members, people from the community call. Um, again, they might be concerned about uh, a loved one. And so I try to help in terms of uh, being a conduit for information and helpful suggestions. But um, yeah, uh, when we opened the unit, I came on board maybe a couple months before the unit opened. In fact, I remember the fir- my first time that I went up to the, the unit on, on 4 North, I had, had to wear a hard hat because the construction was still going full blast. A hard hat and probably a KN95 mask. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's fully, <laughs> fully equipped. Outstanding. Yeah. So uh, I, I was, I've been there since the get-go in terms of the, the specific, the um, you know, senior unit. Yeah. Um, so I've been involved in trying to establish relationships with uh, organizations to begin with, spreading the word that we had opened the unit, and now just trying to reinforce the relationships that we're fortunate to have developed. That's fantastic. Yeah. Now, the one of the things I like to ask people is, I mean, I'm, I'm obviously, obvious to me at least, you probably don't have a lot of opportunities for people to volunteer directly in the unit because of the nature of the work. Right, yeah. But maybe on a limited basis, if somebody's like maybe a retired psych nurse, they might have find a place volunteering, that type of thing. But in general, how can the community be supportive of this um, you know, really important work that St. Joe's is doing? Well, you know, it, you're right, though. It's, it's so specialized, it's hard for somebody to kind of come in off the street, in a sense, to, to, to volunteer. There, there are some other volunteer opportunities within the hospital. Oh, I know that. Quite There's lots of, of them, that, you know. right. Um, so, but given the specialized nature, uh, I, you know, I would just say one uh, way of supporting the unit in an indirect in fashion, I guess, is just uh, spreading the word. Also, um, Talking to people about mental health—it's—it's it's such a serious issue these days, and there's still a bit of a stigma attached to people having mental health um, issues. That I, I think an open-minded approach and um, you know communication and transparency um, is a very good thing in terms of what's going on, and, and in yep. a way, it ends up. Supporting us in the type of work we do. So just working on normalizing mental health and, um, you know, talking about this, uh, just talking about it, making sure that people understand that there's resources out there and that it's um, not um, an impossible situation with no hope. Right, exactly. Okay. I mean, it, it cuts across all age groups, all yes, socioeconomic uh, groups. So I think just uh, acknowledging that it's a situation that's yeah. real and then trying to... Uh, 
and do things to help. Peter, we're out of time. Can you leave it? Okay. Yeah, you've been listening to Peter Burke. Peter is the uh, manager of community education at St. Joseph Hospital, and we've been talking about the Senior Behavioral Health Unit at St. Joseph Hospital. Uh, More information I can guarantee you on the website. Website, Just Google it, St. Joseph Hospital, and I'm sure you'll find the information there, right? Exactly, yeah. There's quite a bit of information about our unit. Wonderful. Peter, thank you for coming on the show today and talking about this great work that you're doing at the hospital. No, thanks for having me. Great to see you again. Absolutely. So we're going to, um, that's about wrapping it up for the week. You've been listening to the Community Connections radio show on WSMN 1590 AM and 95.3 FM and also on your smart speaker and online, et cetera, et cetera. We will be back again next Monday with another great show. I won't tell you until next Monday who's going to be on because it'll just be a surprise. Until that time, please remember to be kind to one another because great things really do happen when we live united. Police department said 35 people had been detained after violent agitators used the cover of a peaceful protest to conduct a coordinated attack on